Yeah, I want I wanna just go up through Ephesians three. Ephesians three is a tremendous everything is tremendous uh, with the word of God, that is. But Ephesians chapter three, verse let's go nineteen. This says, and to know that love of Christ which passes no knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Anything you see in the Bible, you may say, well, I ain't got none of that. God is showing you here what is, what is available for, for you. What is available for you. Now, it depends whether you receive what he's given. That's why there are things that we are reading and we are far and God says it's yours. What do you mean this is mine? You know, the Bible says that the Lord supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. But maybe you don't even have money to pay the rent. And then, of course, there is a difference between what God is, is saying and the reality in your life. But then this is the situation. God is saying that it is available for you to come out of your situation and enter in what he has for you. So whatever the Bible says is not that you have it in the, in a, from a practical point. It's saying that you have the ability to achieve it if you believe it. You understand that? So you see, God is in a level that we are not. That we are not. Nothing that we can reason uh, could really achieve what God has for us. What God has for you cannot be reasoned out. You know what I mean? Cannot be understood. We are, we are not here to understand anything. We are here to believe everything he says. That's what I'm trying to tell you. If we're trying to understand things, we're going to be, continue in our level. But now we receive Jesus. How many here have received the Lord? Raise your hand if you receive Jesus. Well, you guys that raise your hand, if you receive the Lord, then God speaks in this level telling you this is the word of God. He's telling you what he has available for you. What he has available for you. And of course, in many of the things he says, you ain't got it. But then that's the thing. If he says this, wow, I'm going to rejoice because I don't have to continue how I am. God, the one I receive and lives in me, is telling me that he has this for me. So what I have to do is thrust myself, push myself, believe against what my mind is telling me. Because you see, your, your greater enemy is not the devil. It is your mind or the unrenewed mind. You must renew your mind to the word. Remember, God gives you your reasoning to work on this earth and to whatever. But when God speaks, everything gets suspended. All right? When God speaks, that's it. And this is tremendous because tell me that the fullness of God. God is saying, you know what is the fullness of God? The fullness of God, and this is going to blow people's mind. The fullness of God is all that God possesses. Because that's fullness, but so what do you mean? And he's saying here, I got to read that again. I know that the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, passes knowledge. 
That means you cannot understand it. You get, you got to get the the, the uh, what God wants to tell you. This is so tremendous. And and know that the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God, that you may be filled. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That is, of course, if you receive the Lord. If you receive the Lord, this is what is available for you. It looks far, isn't it? It looks like almost impossible. Good, because God is the God of the impossible. And since he's the God of the impossible, he is declaring that he desires to fill you with his fullness. That's so tremendous that you can just go, you know, it's too much. But God, it's too much. It's an extreme. That's what the fanatic will say. Listen, God is a God of extremes. And you have to accept that. He's not a God of the little things. He's God of the big things. Look everything he has created. He is an extremist, and he wants you to believe extreme things because what he has for you are extreme things. But you got to get out of your level, and you got to get an elevator called faith <laughs> to go into where he is, the supernatural. Are you following me or are you just, are you, are you asleep or are you, you going home or what? Listen to me, man. We are entering an area, a delicate area in this world. I mean, natural things are happening and will continue happening all over the world. You're going to see the intensity and the repetition and the frequency of natural phenomena. Do you realize that they are even now checking out of these people, extraterrestrial people and all that? They are, they are now getting close that somebody gonna walk with a couple antennas and he's from Mars, you know. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Things weird are gonna happen from now on. And others that are not weird but are bad. Look at the situation we have with abortion, look at the situation we have with homosexual marriage. Um, I'm not talking that's the way it is. I gotta talk what the Bible says. And this is continuing. They want to get the rights of the parents. They don't want you to have any rights. They want you to give your children to the government. And through the, these guys that are in, the, how do you call the, 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 the well, I forgot the name. The people that direct the school, the school board. School board. They, 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 the school board want to rule your children. And what they, they want to teach you or teach them what to do, what not to do. And one of the things they are, want to teach, teach your children what not to do is to uh, accept what your parents are telling you. It's what we tell you. Things are going to get worse. But I'm going to tell you something. If you believe what God is showing you, it doesn't matter what nobody does. You will always be on top and you will be untouchable. 
they may take the children of your neighbor, but not yours. Why would not take mine if they're taking everybody? Not yours, because you are believing that the fullness of God is within you. You understand? And there's a miracle with you. You are walking on this earth, but you are not from this earth. You are born again. Say, I'm born again. You know what born again means, really? Of course he's born again because you're, you're, it's a new birth, a spiritual birth. So it's fine. Born again is a good translation. But truly, it says in, in, in Greek, that's how it was written, you are born from above. That's what born again means, born from above. You know what means above? Above from where? From a cloud? From, hey, you are born from God. You are, from a, you are now in the family of God. You understand? That's why... If you're in the family of God, your father is your father, and you, the father wants their children to have everything he has. But since God is my father, now he wants me to have what he has. That's why he says the fullness, my fullness is yours. Can you believe it? Maybe you ain't got it now, or you don't, no, you don't got it now. You don't realize you got it now. You don't realize you got it now. It doesn't matter if you don't realize it, it definitely means that you will not use it. What you don't realize you have, you don't even know you have it. The other day, you know, one of the, the light bulbs burned in my, right beside my bed. And uh, I got to say, wow, it, it burned. So the first thing I have to say, well, I got to go buy it. But then you got to go buy a light, a light bulb. Now they don't, even, they don't even have milk for children. <laughs> you, can even find the, <laughs> you cannot even find the light, the right light bulb. So I said, well, I'm going to go first because maybe I have to go to a couple of places to get these light bulbs. And, uh, but then I said, oh, sorry, hey, I don't have to. In the garage, there's a bunch of light bulbs. Maybe I do have it there. So I went to the garage, and, you know, things changed totally. Because I was upset thinking that I had to go get the car, go to this place. Maybe I don't have it. Well, maybe I got to go to the other for a stupid light bulb. But now, no, no, I, I still need the light bulb, but now I don't have to go get it. Because I just didn't know I had it. But now I realize I have it. And since I realize I have it, my attitude is different. Oh, my God, my attitude is different. My attitude is different because when I have to go get something that I ain't got... It's one thing. But when I have to get something that I already have, my attitude is totally different. So sometimes we are asking God for things that we already have. If he says these are available for you, it means that it is in you available for you to use or to receive or to apply. Are you following what I'm saying? In other words, what I want you, what I'm trying to get, make you see is that you are more than what you think you are. And that you have much more than what you think you are. You know what I'm saying? And if you start understanding what the Bible really says, many of your petitions are repetitions that you'll never receive because you're asking God to give you things you already have. We have to learn more. We got to learn more. We're going to learn more. Now, listen to this now. Okay. 
And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Verse 20. Listen to this now. Now unto him. It's talking about Jesus. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. So unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above that we ask or think. This is available for you that when you ask, not only God wants to give you what you need, but he wants to give it in a multiplication mode. In other words, when you ask, you should always have an expectancy of more than you ask. But that's not being humble. No, that's just really believing what God is saying. Listen, humility is simply realizing that everything is given to you. And you are humble. You are humble to believe and accept that everything you got is because of Jesus. Do you understand? But when you are expecting more than people think you should, don't worry about people. People are in the level that we all are, but now you are entering another level that is where God is because God is the one talking and you are entering an area of believing that if God says it, it is true. And if it's true, it's mine. And I have what God says I have, and I am what God says I am. You know what I mean? The Bible says that you are from above and not from beneath. But maybe you're sitting here today or watching us through internet, and you say, but I'm definitely beneath. I have problems in my marriage. I have problems with my father. I have problems with my mother. I, I don't have any money. I'm those, you, man, I couldn't be more beneath than what I am now. Well, that's where you are in the natural. But God is telling you what he desires. He desires for you to be up there. That's why he said you are from above and not from beneath. You are from beneath and you realize what God says. And instead of crying and accepting your position of beneath and surrendering to the beneath area, you should be jumping in joy and glory saying, I don't need to continue like this because God says that this is not my position. My position is from above. So in other words, I will have the money, even though I don't got it now. I will have the money. Or more than that, you guys start saying, I have the money. I have the money, of course. People will think you are crazy. Again, you are an extremist. God is an extremist. You are from above, and you are what God says you are. I says you are what God says you are. I always teach that when you are in a position, and God is saying that he wants you to be in another position. Of course, he says it because the word says it. The point is, do you believe? Do you believe the Bible is the word of God? If you don't believe the Bible is the word of God, then we, we are talking Chinese to you now. But if you realize 
that the Bible is the word of God, then whatever the word of God says about me is what God is what I is what I am. So then, but in the practical area, I mean the natural area, I'm far from what he says. So I'm from beneath, I am at a beneath level. But then you must create a clash between the reality of where you are living and the reality of the word of God, which is definitely a higher reality. Do you understand what I'm saying? In other words, in the world, you walk and you accept and believe the facts. God has another reality that is superior than natural facts. Is whatever he desires is the supernatural facts. So you create a clash between what's happening and what God says. You start declaring what God says contrary to what's happening. In Romans 4 says you got to call the things that are not as though they were. Have you ever read that? Well, if you didn't know, you're knowing it now. Read chapter 4 of the book of Romans. Call the things that are not as though they were. In other words, if I am poor and God says I'm rich, I'm going to say I'm rich, even though everybody's going to laugh at me. Even though your mind is going to be the first one that's going to laugh at you. But then, do you believe that God is greater than your mind? As a matter of fact, your mind only has received and pushes out or, uh, like a computer whatever he has learned or trained since he was a little you were a little boy, a little girl. So that's what your mind, when you were a little, you just born, you, it was empty. The data, the data, the data you put in is what you were taught in your environment. And the first thing we know is reasoning out. And we reason according to what we have seen and we have learned. But now I received Jesus and now I was born from above. Now it's another set of rules, another set of thoughts. That's why Romans 12 says that we must renew our mind. Do not be satisfied like what you have. God has more for you, much more for you. So uh, this, is, uh, this is a tremendous. Are you following what I'm saying here? Amen. This is for you, man. This is for you. And you're going to have to put it in practice for sure. I don't care your age. Whether it's in school, which is a bunch of weird things happening in school. There are people killing people in school. So I'm telling you, it doesn't matter you're a young person or an older person or whatever. It doesn't matter your age. You are going to be tested in one way or another. And you can always be successful if you realize that the fullness of God is within you because you have received Jesus. When Jesus entered, all the power of heaven Enter within you. You are more than you think you are. Give yourself a hand. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Wow. I need to know the time. I have another service. How many here speak Spanish? That's good. You're trained to, be, to go to heaven. You don't speak Spanish. I don't know what you're going to do up there. <laughs> Praise you, Lord Jesus. Tremendous. So now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above. This is great. 
exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is within us. Again, he says that he's going to give us abundantly, exceedingly, exceedingly. What is exceedingly? Exceedingly is a lot. But, oh, but it's a condition. A condition, correct? You see the condition? According to the power that worketh within us. According to the power that's working. With, what is the power? That's, that's faith, man. Faith. Is he going to give me faith? No. You've got it. Because you have the fullness of God. You know when faith enters, people say, I ain't got no faith. You receive Jesus. Yeah, I receive Jesus. Then, man, what do you mean you don't have faith? It's like uh, Jesus came into your heart and left his leg out or something like that. He comes totally and complete. You know what I'm saying? When he enters, he enters. You have faith. You may have it, a, it may be asleep. You have to activate it. But then again, if you believe that God is going to give you faith, it's a different mentality if you realize that you already have it. The thing is that you have to declare that you have it because the power of your words are extremely important. Your words will be the activator of that faith because your words is the vehicle that takes faith to the point that you want it to develop or prosper or make something flourish that you're expecting to flourish. You're expecting to, 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 to develop. You're expecting to prosper. Your words, the power of your words. That's why we are a product of our words. Many of you are living today where you have declared upon yourselves. You following what I'm saying? Because there, there is a power in your words. Is your words the one that wakes up the power that is within you, which is faith. This is so important for us to realize because we're going to have to be more careful what we say about ourselves. We're going to have to be more careful what we say about our route, our work, our route, that we say about my, my don't talk anymore about luck, okay? No, because luck is this, luck that. Don't talk about luck. Jesus is your luck. All right? You are lucky, not lucky. Are you Christian? Then you, that's lucky. If you ain't Christian, that's what you're unlucky. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? You have to realize this. The great importance, the great importance that you are what God says you are, and that's what you're going to declare. Don't look at your circumstances. Your circumstances are there to be changed. I said that your circumstances are there to be changed. Your circumstances are there to be changed. Anything you cannot reason out and you think is an extreme thing is what people call impossible. The unusual is impossible. People reasons the usual, the usual. And this extreme that I'm talking about, this exceeding abundance that God is talking about, is really in the unusual area. 
Because your usual area is equal to impossibilities. It's usual for you to believe that they may give you a raise, a dollar twenty-five per an hour. God will bless you like that. But that's up to how much are you bringing out that God is going to make your boss to give you a dollar twenty-five more an hour. Fine. But when you get a dollar twenty-five, you kind of automatically relax. You already got it. God doesn't want you to relax because that's the usual. You know what is your unusual? Your unusual is for you to think. When they give you a dollar twenty-five, I received it. The unusual is to say, thank you, Father, because I received this dollar twenty-five more in my, my, in my salary, but I declare that I thank you because I'm going to be a millionaire. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that's the unusual. He works in the impossible. The Bible says he supplies all your need according to his riches in glory. And he walks up there in the streets of made out of gold. Do you understand this? Up to what point can you believe? Up to what point when you hear me talk this thing, you are studying me in order for you to cease believing and say, this is too much. This guy is crazy. What is he saying? Hey, you may criticize the one that is believing, but sooner or later, you're going to see the one that is believing enter in what he's believing, and you will continue criticizing and not believing. That's the way it is. Of course, it's easy to criticize the one that is in the unusual area, in the zone, the unusual the one that is not usually thought of because it's an extreme thing. But God constantly talks about his wealth. What is the th uh, Proverbs 13, 22. What is it said? Is it there? Put it there, please, quickly. I'm going to, about to leave. A good man, you know who's a good man? A good man is someone that has received Jesus because the only one good is God. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. And the wealth, the wealth, not just the money. The money is part of the wealth. Their lands, their houses, their yachts. His wealth and his money. The wealth. And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. It sounds good, but do you believe it? First of all, you have to realize that if you receive Jesus, you are just. Not because of your, do, your deeds, because he has justified you. And now, the righteousness of God is within you. So, they're talking about you here. And they're talking about that the sinner that I make, you know what happened? All the wealth belongs to God. That's what it happens. That's what happened because he made it. He is the owner. But now he's in the wrong hands now. So it's of course, he's going to say that because the wealth is going to return to him through his children. I wonder who's our children of God. I wonder if any but children of God are here. 
I said anybody, children of God here, come on, raise your hand. Let the devil see that you know who you are. But when I ask this question, the children of God, the devil knows you're, you're, you're a wimp. And he's going he's gonna to eat you up. He's going to eat you up, baby. You've got to show him that you know. First of all, the devil is scared. He's afraid of you. Te tiene miedo, vaya. ¿Qué pasa? Now, look at this. The wealth comes into our hands according to what God says. But listen now. A good man liveth, which is a good and the just, is the same. A good man liveth an inheritance to his children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid off for the just. Así que, here he's telling me, así que, therefore, así que, to leave an inheritance, talking about wealth, to my children and to my children's children. Isn't that great? But impossible that I leave such a great wealth to my children, 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 unless I'm a millionaire. <laughs> you get it or get it? don't get it? So God made a mistake by saying this. Or do I have the ability to be a millionaire if I'm already 70 years old? Well, I'm 76 and I'm going to be a millionaire. As a matter of fact, I am a millionaire. Even though my bank doesn't say so. <laughs> my, my, you know, my bank account doesn't say so. But it doesn't matter. I am what God said I am. And since I believe what God said I am, I will, my, my I am telling you, my, my bank account will say it. Someday we'll have to say what I've been believing. Yeah. Did God make a mistake, yes or no? no? That's what we have to say here. Because if God made a mistake, we got to get another God, man. See what Buddha says. See what Confucius says. More than his confusion. See what, see what Shango says. But if you believe he's saying the truth, then you've got the right God. And if you've got the right God, you've got to believe what he says. And then you've got to believe what he says you are. And you've got to believe what he says you have. Give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah. Get on your feet. Praise the name of Jesus. The time has come. To enter a new facet in our lives. The time has come that God is expecting us. Because there's a time of, of, of acceleration. Let me, let me. Give me here Amos. Where is Amos? Let me see. Praise you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise, praise God. Where is Amos? Amos 9, do you have that? You have that there? Yeah, this is it. Amos 9. He says, Behold, the days come. This is the days is now. When he says that, he's talking about the days of the future will, uh, will come. Nothing has to come. It's already came. This is now. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper. This is very powerful. Because the plowman is the one that prepares the earth with the plow and then put the seeds. The reaper is the one that comes and reap the harvest. After the earth or the soil have been prepared, 
the seeds are planted and time has gone by and now there's a harvest. But it says here that the days come is now. Say as the Lord that the plowman shall overtake the reaper. So it's going to be on his heel. The reaper is going to harvest and there will be no time for those seeds to flourish because they will start flourishing and giving fruits immediately. That means that the time is come of an acceleration in your life. That's what this is trying to tell you. Are you listening? Say amen, man. Say that's for me. There's going to be a time of acceleration so much that you are going to start reaping in a, in a manner that it's gonna, everywhere you look is going to be a blessing. Everywhere you look is going to be a blessing. And then you're going to see how it's going to be an acceleration. And I'm telling you, there's going to be an acceleration in, in jobs, in businesses. There's going to be an acceleration. In, there's wealth coming to you. There's going to be an acceleration in your family. Things that you thought that it was going to take place, it will take place with your children, in your marriage. And it's going to be faster than what you think. It's going to be faster than what you think. Praise God. Come on now. Come on now. Jesus. Hallelujah. Get going, people. Get going because the time has arrived. I say the time has arrived. Your time. Say, say, it's my time. It's my time. I'm going to start reaping, reaping, reaping the harvest. You have a harvest that has your name. It's yours. Praise the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. Raise your hand toward heaven and declare that you believe what God says about you 